Welcome to the 3XG podcast, where the expected fun levels will be astronomical, I think. Or at least close to one goal. New start, lads. Let's hope we have some actual fun. Oh, we will, yeah. We've changed a couple of podcasts before we were really boring and stuff. Our usual listeners, uh, Connors and Mates, will really enjoy our podcast today. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's no longer coming from the e-coach. We're just three neutrals here. No one's better than the other. I am the e-coach, though, so we just need to remember that. Today in our agenda, we're going to look at, basically, we're going to outline and stay true to our roots. As you guys who are regular listeners of our podcast know, we're going to talk about XG and we're going to discuss this week's the highest and lowest XG. We're also going to talk about the January transfers, some that shocked us a small bit and some that are actually really good business and some that just seem like weird business on paper. And we're also going to talk about our tweet of the week. And by tweet of the week, tweet of the week, <laughs> tweet of the week, I mean, we have a group chat because we're all friends. Yeah. We know each other. It's on Twitter. Yeah. And um, if you want to get added to it, just DM at the end of this. And subscribe to eCoach, that's how you get out of it. Yeah, subscribe to eCoach, it's 4.93 a month. It's gone up a small bit. So yeah, if you want to subscribe to that, we'll automatically add you to the Twitter account. In months, now this is going to be huge. Anyway, um, <laughs> but we pick a tweet that we send into the chat that we think was the best to talk about that week. All will be revealed soon. And we're also going to touch on, at the very end, what we call the graveyard. And the graveyard is transfers that did not work out in the long run. Transfers that were high amount of money that just didn't seem to work out. A lot of them are United signings. Anyway, highest XG this week, Connell. Can I take a shot at who it is? Yeah, I feel like from watching the game last night, it was probably Go Liverpool. On. It was Liverpool, yes. Um, it was 3.52 XG for Liverpool last night, because they were really, really good. And that will pay dividends for them in the long run. Jeff, who do you think the lowest was? I mean... Could have been Leicester, because they were really bad as well. Or Liverpool just had a really good defence. But t- To be honest, you'd be, looking, you'd be thinking, like, United could potentially <laughs> be, be in there, like... But uh, it has to be one of the teams at the bottom, so it has to be like uh, Newcastle or Watford or someone like that. And Newcastle played well during the week against Everton. Yeah, they did, yeah. They played well once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Once Newcastle got relegated, I'm pretty sure they beat Liverpool 3 1 that season. (laughs) But anyway, you were right, Watford it is, and they're going down. That's the Roy Hodgson. They're going down. They're going down. They're an absolutely embarrassing club. ブルーのタクトクロブライクそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそうそ
One, like it's one or the other. No, it was, they hadn't had a clean sheet in like a clean sheet. Sorry, they got yeah. one against Burnley last week, but they they'd gone something like forty-seven Premier League games without a clean sheet. Yeah, but it really shows if you don't get with the times and you're not obeying things like XG. And I know Connor's smiling, Connor's <laughs> laughing, and it's just ridiculous. It's so stupid. If you're not obeying things like XG and not getting with the times, XG is an excellent indicator of how you're going to do in the long run. Jeff, is that correct in saying? Yeah. Yes or no? Yes. The stats back. If you don't get on board with this sort of thing and you rely on old methods like sacking your manager halfway through the season which is proven to work in the short term but in the long term which Watford have consistently done since they came up in the Premier League they will pay for it I'm pretty sure their manager got sacked as he came into the league didn't he a few years ago remember he got them promoted was that that was a situation where they got promoted and they just went bye bye I'm pretty sure that I was given like a game and then it's like gone there's no long term that was the whole club TK Sanchez Flores thing, wasn't it? He was in for, he got them promoted and then they sacked him within a couple of weeks of the season start. Yeah. yeah. They don't have any patience. Like, if they're going to sack them, they should do it in the summer. I don't even think it's patience. I think you'd love to see the strategic planning meetings that's like, right, what are our expectations for the year? As a professional club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, a team yeah. that's going into the, the most competitive league in the Where world. Where you're going to make the most money, we need to run this efficiently like a business. Is that what we're going to do? Sack manager. Yeah, and bring in They weren't even home. doing too badly before. Uh, Ranieri came in like they were they weren't doing no, great no. but they were doing okay like they it was okay that was around uh, uh, Zisco Moon yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like what you're saying like what's their expectation like they were thinking they were 15th it's like what were they, they expecting to be in the top half yeah like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, they have no, a good pool of players there since like yeah completely see actually just before we move on is that Ismaili Sarr is back now after being out since the Man United game yeah. so yeah. whether he I don't know if he's going to turn it around but it'll be interesting to see him come integrate back in it'll be cool yeah that's good news for fantasy anyway certainly he leaves though this in time. the summer, yeah, everyone yeah. expected him to leave the last one. He stayed, yeah. got them promoted again, but like, surely he's gone. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so, yeah. Trodini, call him again. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah, bring him back. It's bring like Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp is like top scorer in the championship at the moment. I don't know, Mitrovic. I've seen Mitrovic's stats. Yeah, 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 Mitrovic. We're not getting too derailed <laughs> here. Basically, Watford fans, we're really sorry for that. And when you stay up, feel free to call us out on <laughs> that. When Brentford go down. Yeah. Brentford I think that backed the manager and gave him a new contract yeah I'm actually surprised oh, they definitely they gone down I was surprised they weren't at the bottom but they did have one big chance against City that, that their XG yeah but Rasmus Angerson is gone so their XG against City was 0.66 and yeah they've won big 1.6 yeah. anyway let's move on to January transfers can I talk about one first and I know you don't want to talk about it because it's, it's close to home like but Ferran Torres leaving, I just want to touch on it really quickly, because I don't understand, we're under time and we don't want to keep you guys really, really long. Ferran Torres leaving is weird. Nobody cared. At all. <laughs> and I understand, I understand, we don't even, whatever, da da da. He was like one of the most important players at the start of the year. Who do you think, who do you think, what do you mean, does nobody care? Nobody cares. City? You don't care. But because we have City deep don't care. Squad. I know, but it's not even like, oh. But it, it was, <laughs> it was Ferran, like he was a big player. Like he's, he's one for the future. Like, but no, he's one for the future, for, for and it's just like yeah. But for City, City, it was like if a player doesn't want to be there, to the camera. <laughs> if the player doesn't want to be there, then get rid of him. City but, picked him up when Valencia, like on a fire sale for Valencia for twenty million, and Barca came in for fifteen. There was like wasn't Harvey Norman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was happening though. Valencia, were, when he's gone, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, but he's but it wasn't the business proposition at the time. They bought him in the hope that he yeah. would go on to. What, what age is he? Like 20, City 20 buy end products. Twenty one. I know they buy young players, but they they aim to buy, and you're going to finish 
as an end product. Yeah. They can turn a profit on it. So he's but only a year or two older than uh, Foden. Yeah. Yeah, the two of them are expected to be the future. Like, but, it just, but they just, just didn't, didn't invest the same effort as they have in Foden in them. No, so does that no, does that reflect on no. him or does that reflect on? I, I don't know. He, he 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 was patchy. Like he was patchy at best. Like for but a young player. Yeah. No, if, if Barcelona, it, it was just a situation where t- they weren't City weren't trying to get rid of him. Barcelona came in. It's the same with Leroy Sané when Bayern come in. German guys. He wanted to leave. Though. Yeah. So did Torres. Did he? But why? Why, why do they want for? to leave? What? Like Sané. Because City respected him. Came out like that he wanted yeah. to go and there was all that there was City, an issue City like, dug yeah. in a bit more at Sané because they obviously thought he had a higher potential he had a better player yeah. Yeah. but for Torres I think it was like he said he wanted to go to City for, you know just like yeah. you know they, I think they would have liked to keep him kept him but you know it was, it's, Barcelona, it's like Germany what kind of player are Barcelona getting anyway from Torres I think he's a good yeah. goal scorer because I, 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 I think he's a better winger like they tried him up top and he's, he's too slight too slight yeah he's not He's not sharp enough for not say sharp. It's hard to describe. But he's not doesn't have a presence up top. Mm. That's probably it. Like you know, he, he was probably more so with the Spain. Yeah, yeah. Five yeah, years from now, what's Torres like? I tell you, he's a from what f- you've 15, 15, If he stayed at City, he would have been a fifteen goal a season winger. What's he gonna do in the Liga? God knows, because that Barcelona team is just weird. What do you think, Catchy? Yeah. What's he gonna do? With Barcelona? What's he gonna do five years from now? What where's Ferran Torres? I don't know. Cause it depends what route Barcelona go. What I, do you think? I'd, I'd love, love to see him as like a David Villa style yeah. player. For David Villa was something else though. He that's was, what like, I mean though. Like that, that's the sort of potential that he had, and I think he has Animal. a similar like game I think, I think, style. Yeah. To go to your point, Ethan, I think why I can't give an answer is because I don't know what's going to happen with Barcelona over the next couple of years. So that could really hinder his development if Barcelona just start keep buying the likes of a Bamiang and a Damatore and these weird yeah like. We we've touched on that transfer now. We don't need to say any more. Yeah. We don't know why. Why Barcelona investing a thirty-something-year-old like striker? It's the, free. The, the wages. Yeah, Barcelona. Arsenal terminated his contract so he could go. Like he only recently signed a big contract. Yeah, Arsenal terminated his contract so that we could go to Barcelona. You can say what you want about these situations, but we really were in for a treat this January transfer window. Like, yeah, we got it, so much. Like, so even on deadline day, it was yeah, class. It was like, I wasn't worth so, that. Sorry, background. one move I saw today that I hadn't a clue was going on at all. You know, Douglas Costa. Yeah, he's gone to the MLS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was at Gremio. What? No, what, what? I thought he was still at Juventus. <laughs> no, he signed for Gremio, and now he's gone on a six-month loan to LA Galaxy with the potential to move. Would you want to hear another interesting fact that can top it? Who does Andy Carroll play for right now? West Brom. Oh no! <laughs> How did he know that? Did we not talk about this before? No, no, you didn't even know when you came in. Yeah, but because he signed for Reading like yeah. a few months into the the first half of the season. He scored two goals in eight games. But he West scored Brom about four the offside goals. Yeah, all yeah. yeah, like the best goals I've ever seen. Another move to Liverpool on the cards. <laughs> Potentially, him and Robbie Keane. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Lambert type transfer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Conor, I know you wanted to talk about this one and I think any viewers would be very interested to hear about it because no one's really covered it and no one's really talked about it on any kind of mainstream media. They've touched on it, maybe there's been a few articles, but nothing major. Adama Traore goes to Barcelona, takes a 150 grand a week pay cut to go. Uh, <laughs> no, but we'll ignore that. That's that's, that's what paying? <laughs> <laughs> He's paying Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. 150 k Subscription fees. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the same as the Torres one in the way where it's Wolves probably didn't want to get rid of him. He wanted to go. Why do Barcelona want to damage Traore? I I I've said that this Barcelona is like they're 
there's something dodgy going on there in terms of like they're just buying big names because they're relying on investors and external is, stuff. Is it Amateur Area a big name? Is it Amateur Area going to be like, yes? It's exciting. Like, he, he was going to sign for Spurs. He was going to sign for, and Spurs fans are like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, no, but to be fair, if, gonna play him right wing if you found out City were signing to Damage Area, I'd be like, go ahead. Like, really? Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be really excited. I wouldn't. I, I don't <laughs> think he's good. Like, he, yeah, I think he's a good he player. He can't start for Wolves. Like, but what do you think of him as a player? He has potential, but like, he, it, it's one of those 26. players. 26. Yeah, he's at least. He's a player that looks like he has potential, but I feel like we've been saying that for the last five years. So, yeah. but the fact that he came out of La Masia and he's the most raw player yeah. ever. Like, <laughs> surely someone coming out of that is like technically sound. Like, is is I, there? Yeah. Has technically that his path. dribbling is amazing. It's just his end product. That, that's what I, I mean. Don't that, even like, like, have, have confidence in him making a five yard pass. Like, huh. like if I, I just like I can't picture his, my head. His, him his whole thing is give him the ball, let him roll to the defender, and run, and then just whip it. Some in. of his dribbling though is just his passing is terrible. Imagine if he had end product. He he'd he'd literally be in the top twenty best players in the world. Yeah, he said, "Don't it's impossible easily, to stop him." Easily, yeah. Yeah, he's like he's dribbled past Van Dyke two no, or three times, like effortlessly. Like rapid, he's gone. Like he is. There's unbelievable. so there's so many like clips where you say, "Oh, if Adam had finished this, it would have been goal of the season." Just him dripping past four lads, yeah. him over the bar. Oh no! Another weird sign in that. But it got the ball rolling for them as Trippier going to Newcastle. I know you didn't want to talk about that. But Scored a great free kick the other day. Yeah, it's, yeah, it seems to have got things going for them anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think Newcastle did good business in, yeah. in the transfer window. Like for the squad that they have, I think they filled holes that needed to be filled. I'm not sure about Chris Wood. Whether he, that was an interesting one. I wasn't expecting I like it. Was it, was it, over, it was more how much they paid rather than like, I think he's a decent striker. It's just. What was it? Yeah, 24. Like 30, but imagine this Newcastle have a list, yeah? And they have to work off the list. And they say yeah. Chris Wood just makes lists because he suits the situation. He's worked on them before, he's familiar with them. And they go, okay. But it's he's also got off criteria. Like that's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Moneyball yeah. is the way they're running it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except Judge was paying bad fees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's like sixth he's on the list. Everyone who they were going for, they couldn't get that. I think they tried to go yeah. for a Rigi before because he was a cheaper alternative and he probably would have scored Same as many goals, goals yeah. yeah, as Chris Wood will for Newcastle anyway. Like Chris Wood guarantees you, like, how many goals every season? He's like, nine or ten. He's got, he's got this season he's been, last four or five seasons. This season has been slow though, hasn't it? But Burnley have been really bad this season though. You know? Compared to other Chris Wood No, I'm saying like, <laughs> they just haven't really played as well, isn't it? It's mad. It's mad though that he hasn't had the goal contributions this year. When you could argue that Burnley have a better wide players now this year, which man Corne yeah. coming in. I suppose Corne is. It really speaks though volumes. But we'll get on to that. It really speaks volumes about Burnley's work in possession now, because whether who whoever they have out wide, it seems to be irrelevant now. Because yeah. of the way they play. Yeah, true. Yeah, this Corne plays up top now a bit as well. Yeah, they, he's yeah. kind of playing off the striker. Like. Yeah. But, but then they've started playing like Josh Brown and is now the right mid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think anyone like didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bernie's midfield is like Atletico's midfield. Yeah. Like stay with me on this point because I was saying that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> you know how Atletico Burnley and Atletico are similar. <laughs> Atletico play four centre mids across. Yeah. And like I know what the, you mean, uh, and now Burnley do that as well. They don't have out and out wingers. Yeah. But when before they used to have like. Who was it that like you know when Robbie Brady was there? Like Aaron Lennon's actually like, still playing from. <laughs> he's playing up top though. Yeah. He's playing yeah. a striker. So our clickbait for this video is going to be Jeff compares Joe Felix yeah. and Harvey Burns. Yeah. Harvey Burns. Harvey Burns. Harvey Burns. Sorry, what's your man's name? Ashley Burns. Ashley Burns. Yeah. 
Not far off. I'm an interesting there. story. Probably about Harry. Same I'm an interesting yeah. story about Harry Brown, but I'll say it in a few episodes' time. <laughs> I know. It's in a nightclub, you yeah. know. Yeah. Keep the suspense. Yeah, yeah keep the suspense. Tune um, in. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the Newcastle thing, though, I think they've reinforced, like, Dan Burns is a good sign. I think at the yeah, back. he's a tidy player, yeah. Yeah, like, for a big man, good with his feet. Where, where are they playing, though? Because Brighton played him as a left wing back most yeah. of the time. No, yeah, no, this season he was centre back. He's going to play as a centre half, which is interesting. So who drops out? How Porter centre backs are is um, they drops out. T Kieran Clark got omitted from the Newcastle squad Ooh. completely. He's not in the twenty five after all the new signings. Yeah. No way. So he can't play. Again and he season. was starting like every yeah. game from. <laughs> he was starting for a while. So that's geez. have they been poor from corners this season? I know Leicester have, but that's a Brendan Rodgers oh trade. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen Newcastle score a couple of corners. No, uh, poor from corners coming in. Oh, defending yeah, corners. So. Uh, but they've been poor at everything. <laughs> but yeah. uh, and I think one of them was corners. That could be maybe a situation, dude. And that could be a Chris Wood situation as well. But Dan maybe. Byrne is someone who doesn't score a lot of headers for someone who is six no, foot eight. No, <laughs> sa- saving yeah. in those situations, yeah, yeah, yeah. defending corners. But he's not great in the air post up for someone who's six foot eight. So he's, like, a ball, d- he's a ball playing centre half. Yeah, 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 he's pretty intimidating. I he's, wouldn't he's fancy my chances of uh, jumping up for a header. Go between his legs and <laughs> just lift him up. Yeah. Um. One more sign and we'll discuss. Um, well, we touched on it there a minute ago. Is Andy Carroll going to West Brom? And I didn't really. That that, that sign and Brom are sliding down the table. That sign and result in Manja getting sacked. Did it? Yeah, <laughs> like genuinely because they've changed the way they played so much. At the start of the season, they were playing like a four-three-three and dominating the ball in the middle, and then they they were like they picked up injuries and stuff. People were dropped out, so the manager changed to like a 4-4-2 direct thing, completely bypassed the midfield. And then there's a couple of young lads, like a few Irish boys playing for them in centre mid and like Callum Robinson and stuff, he's doing really well. And now they've all been dropped in favour of this more direct football, so they're bypassing the midfield. And then they sacked the manager because yeah. they weren't getting results, performances were shocking. They're, they're but they brought in Steve Bruce. So oh yeah, Steve Bruce. Is he'll get, he'll get the best out of Andy Carroll. Yeah. That's all we well, need to say yeah, about that. Two Geordie, man. All right, tweeted a week. Who controls territory will speak as if you guys can see it. Good, and good we, article in the Athletic as well. Actually, yeah, it was absolutely. Anyone. Shout out to the Athletic. Yeah, we're going to overtake his one day. <laughs> um, but Burnley, we're going to just hone in on Burnley's. See, I'll, I'll, ex- I'll explain. I suppose then since happened in front of me. So, the blue shows that the opposition team dominates that area of the pitch when playing against Burnley. Well, the red is the areas of the pitch that Burnley would dominate. So, as you can see, Burnley dominate because they probably take corners I'm guessing that's why they have the <laughs> yeah. I genuinely think that's the only reason they dominate that because why would the opposition team have the ball in that in corner, in that corner like you know mm-hmm. um, and then obviously they don't even dominate their own just, box just like. to explain <laughs> people that are listening in, is that are watching it as well like Burnley control the ball within two thirds of their own box yeah. which is the left side of the 18 yard box they're the only the team they're the only team in the Premier League that don't dominate the entirety of their own box <laughs> okay and, and then yeah. they they dominate the uh, the two far corners of the pitch so the opposition like within the 18 yard box between the 18 yard box and the sideline yeah. they, they dominate both sides of the pitch there so and I genuinely think that is just because they get corners and they take corners or I, they, they, they just well, run, run. getting the ball into that area yeah. like, probably throw <laughs> like, I'd say if you did that to Stoke about 15 years ago we just roared the lap Rory down, yeah. <laughs> just the sideline like I'm trying to win throw-ins over there are Burnley on borrowed time expand are they on borrowed time in the Premier League this season no, I, think, I, think they're, I think they're worthy of their place like in the Premier League oh, do you think that's that's 
good enough or that, I think, that's I think, that, I think it's, that it's, it's, it's interesting visual. to have a team like that in the Premier League it's you know, a it's different interesting style. for us it's to different talk challenge, it's like a different style of play yeah. it's a very different style you saw against United United dominated the first half like, yeah. should have been 3 or 4 now look again like that, that's another game that United dominated the first half and then second half Burnley changed a couple of things and it completely changed the game and I think Burnley are probably the most adaptable team in that aspect where they can change to a more compact direct route and it completely puts off the opposition. They can't play out. They can't dominate possession. They're just uncomfortable. I don't like other than City and Liverpool making teams uncomfortable from like a high press and like maintaining possession and win the back. Burnley are the only thing I've seen make a team uncomfortable from like not being good at football, not dominating the ball. But as, just yeah. putting them under pressure in certain areas. But that can be all well and good and as we see sometimes that's not enough. Either two things happened, which happened with Charlton Athletic in two thousand and was Alan Kerbishley oh. there? No, uh, two thousand and when they got relegated, seven. No, no, no six, seven. They were a, they were a firm Premier League team, correct? They were which? A firm Premier League team, and they played in this. No, they were. They were there for years. Yeah, yeah no, they were there. For and years. it was a situation that Danny Murphy and all. There was a good team. Darren Bent on the bench was a good. There you go. And was Baduka there? No, Baduka's in Middlesbrough. No, um, but they were a firm Premier League team and they, the fans became sick of that situation and they changed, they went to go more expansive. Burnley don't seem to want to do that right now. But Look at the teams that have done that down in recent years. But look at Stoke, Stoke never changed Stoke, and Stoke exactly. went down. Stoke tried to change, yeah, they Mark Hughes. Shakiri I know, but Mark Hughes has never been associated really with that kind well, of style of play. Mark Hughes came in and... Some of the players they signed though, Shakiri. remember they signed Hesse Rodriguez. I think yeah. Shakiri was there with Tony Pulis though, was he not? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think that that was. I feel like the Tony Pulis only managed guys who were from the UK and Ireland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think he had any players from. <laughs> no, I I remember that stuff. So it was like Mame be around the youth. They had Mark uh, Bartra was there. Oh yeah, they had like a Spanish. Conti- yeah. They had more Champions League winning players yeah, yeah. than Liverpool did that season. When was Bojan there? Two from When was Bojan there? He was there, I think, with. Uh, Mark Muneza, he played as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Like, they had, like, Barca youth, like, first-team players playing for them. But they still played the same way. They didn't, They like, they never played they, football. They did and they didn't. I went over and watched them against Burnley. Possibly the worst, there you game, go. worst <laughs> game I've ever seen. In, like, worst game I've ever seen. But they... Uh, Everyone they, tries they, to play football tried, against Burnley because well, Burnley played that villain. But then I saw them anyway. play against Arsenal a few years later. Same players were yeah, playing. Shakiri was a good bit after. A good bit after. After yeah, as well. Tony Pulis, two or three years, Mark Hughes was there for example. When did Tony Pulis stop again? Was it 14? 2013. 2013, yeah. Mark Hughes five years then. Was he there five years, eh? Mark Hughes 13 to 18, yeah. But I think we're kind of running out of that space four teams in the Premier League. I think they'll slip through this year. Yeah, if it's not this year, I think it'll be next year and I think they won't come back up. Uh, yeah, I, I, think I think they're gone. I think they'll come back up. I think they're going to be like an arch. Yeah, but the thing is, but the, the only thing I can say is like, yeah, I, they have lasted longer than you expect but you have to give them credit for that. No, I give them credit and look, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a club that's, like, we're comparing them to like, obviously we support the big teams and when the big teams aren't doing that. It's a club that's came up and done well for themselves you know what I mean and yeah. it's got financially a lot of revenue and it hasn't spent much how long have they been in the league now they've been in 10, the league 10-12 years remember oh, they were, no, I think they, no, think they, they were in it oh, they went the first down, time they back down. I, think I would say 14-15 or 15-16 was their first year but they were in it before that mm. you know was it, was it 15-16 
and they beat Chelsea in the opening game, wasn't it? Four two. Yeah, that was. And Chelsea the, won the league the year before. That wasn't their first. No, no, that was seventeen eighteen. They, they, they did that. That was after. That was with Conte. Oh yeah, they, they they came up, like in, with Leicester. They came up with Leicester in the uh, thirteen fourteen. I think actually. No, they were up before that. No, I I think it was no. like they weren't up for Liverpool season. No, I'm, I'm no fourteen fifteen was their first season, which was Leicester's as well. Fourteen, yeah, they no. came up with Leicester. I am yeah fourteen fifteen. Yeah, yeah, they did because Leicester beat United five three that year. Remember, Di Maria's chip. Yeah, and that was Burnley's first season because Liverpool played them for the first time. They won. At were they fun fact, before no, they were before. Yeah, they, they were, they, they but were they beat down. United that's in yeah. nine ten. Yeah, and they were. Yeah, that's what they went down that they season. Another season as well. I think Remember, Owen that. Coyle was the manager, oh, yeah. and he left to go to Bolton. Oh, and yeah, Bolton, yeah. I think, went down anyway, and so did Burnley. Yeah. and it was just a terrible situation for everyone. Anyway, never financially recovered from that. I don't know where Owen Coyle is now. Actually, next week we'll try and find out where Owen Coyle is. And try and bring him on the podcast. Yeah, he'll be on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out Bernie's history now. Yeah. Oh. Might, might, may or may not be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on to the graveyard. We're going to finish off every podcast with this for the next few weeks. We're going to talk about big signings that just didn't really make it. They just didn't really quite get there. We're going to try and ignore the big names like Coutinho, Andy Carroll, because we've mentioned him already, he's gotten enough of a shout out on we the have podcast. Andy Carroll every week now. <laughs> <laughs> different, different stuff, yeah. Until he comes on the podcast. Ousman and Dembele will ignore those names. We want to catch you out. We want to get you with kind of difficult names. And this week is perfect because Connor was nearly. Connor probably does have a jersey with him on the back of it. It's Liquim Mangala. Yes. Liquim Mangala signed for Manchester City from Porto, FC Porto. For forty million pounds, that's the official fee that Manchester City paid for Elequim Mangala. Probably a financial fair play. Yeah, it um, exist. Now, when you compare that to centre back Portuguese signings now, and you look at Diaz coming into United, United mm-hmm. coming into City, yeah. it's a completely different situation. I know, look, two completely different players, but you kind of look at it and go, a really highly rated centre back from the Portuguese league. Let's buy him. Doesn't work out well at all despite his renaissance you're going to mention <laughs> he played nine games in the league yeah. and Diaz who came in and won PFA player of the year or won player of the year he won player of the year he should have won player of the year he won player of the year last year no but he won player of the year last year Diaz did yeah yeah like a Premier League player of the year can, yeah. can I weigh in on this before we start and can I say that the whole Mangala thing reflects so many of City's transfers over the last few years. I go, I was out of here Yeah, The Mangala one is, is, is funny, like, as it, he came in and he made his debut against Chelsea, I don't know if you remember this, and it was the 14-15, City had just won the league, uh, Chelsea were in good state, Mourinho had done well that the year before, and he, like, bossed Diego Costa, and people were like, he's going to I remember be, that. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be, this is a great signing. Next game, I don't know if you remember this, City were away to Hull, and they were 1-0 up, Mangala kicked the lad in the chest, gave away a penalty, and, oh, yeah. and then got an, and scored an own goal. <laughs> City ended up winning four two in the end, but he got it back single handedly. Brought Hull, who were fairly crap that season, they got relegated like to two one up. Just I was, and I don't think he played a good game until uh, seventeen eighteen. Then he came back. <laughs> played nine games, nine games, six games outside the league after as well. So fifteen games in total. Came that back, season. came back, and, and it's a renaissance. Play. Yeah. But to be fair, beforehand, he, a Premier League medal that year, he was so. yeah. he was excellent for City, not for City, sorry, for Porto beforehand, 
and even scored. Yeah, he was I think Spurs plus scores every season. Yeah, he was for easy. three seasons in a row. But it is the, it was the mad thing about it. like I remember like you know when he signed I was like looking at screams like, Jody and Lesko. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, I was looking at like uh, you know you, you know yourself when you're that age you're looking at videos of all like <laughs> your players like when you're I, signs a player you're like oh, look open it's like this guy bring it out from the back. Yeah. And I actually don't think like it, it just. He was like a different player. Like, just I, wouldn't he, the ball just bounced off. Him, like, he was just I <laughs> caught one of those videos like, on Fabio Barini. So, yeah, <laughs> um, anyway, before to finish up, I just wanted to run some things by Elikwin Mangala. Better or worse than Eric Bailly? Just an answer. I haven't seen enough of Eric Bailly. Like, it's hard. Better it's, or worse than Eric Bailly? Better or worse signing than Eric Bailly? Bailly is what I'd say better. Okay. Just because actually Mangala better, didn't do too badly in that 17-18 season when he came back. Better or worse signing than Mamadou Sacco? Say worse. Sacco would have had a few good games for Liverpool. Sacco for Liverpool or Sacco for Sacco for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> like, Liverpool. They're, they're different players. Like, yeah. I thought he was the quality for that he played. Like. Played well for Palace though. That's what he was yeah. on loan. That's what, yeah, he was and good, then yeah. it's funny because it's... Who does he play for now? Great question. Yeah. <laughs> he moved to a French club. <laughs> <laughs> I could have guessed that French tune in next week tune in next Mamadou week to find Saka. out where Mamadou Sacco is right now <laughs> okay guys we'll finish on that now let's get another one of these in soon okay yeah and this is powered by the e-coach club your best and most convenient source of coach education you guys want to add anything to that or subscribe subscribe and make sure to have fun <laughs>